Welcome to tonight's edition of Sunday Night Novi. Novi is an ongoing production of the Weiss Entertainment Network. 613 on your dial. Tonight's tonight's topic, prophetic vision in the 21st century. The message of Novi and Rishon and the story of the Book of Shmuel. This series will focus on how Shmuel and Novi, the author of the Book of Shmuel, sent us many messages for our time. Uh, the series is dedicated to Zechon Nishim, Rabbi Rachmiel, and our mayor. Um, t- tonight's share continues to be B'schus Rafu Shlema. Uh, is it's it's Chava Henachana Bas Panina Yochavet. There's a really really needs this very serious before Shlema. Uh, okay, um, we're dealing with a, a complicated figure, Shalom Elch, and 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 my my night is and my head is has a lot of different conflicting feelings. So on the one hand, you have the Gemara that says, it's a, it's a Gemara in Megillah, that says in the Zechus of the Tzniyos, which we're going to see in a minute, that Shaul showed, uh, that Rachel showed, she was Zechus to, to, to Shaul. And then the Zechus of the Tzniyos that, that uh, Shaul showed, uh, I think uh, Mordechai came, I think later. Um, the so you're gonna have sneers, and then on the, uh, and we spoke last week how he was head and shoulders above above everybody else. See, so you have you have that tension, but then we're gonna see a man who really failed his mission uh, on so many levels. Um, he 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 fails. He fails at what he was supposed to do. He doesn't act in the way that he should have acted. Uh, and so it is an extremely, very, very challenging thing. Um, I was listening, um, this, uh, last week was the uh, Karim Yavna dinner, and I had, a, uh, I had an opportunity uh, the other night to sit with the executive director of Yeshiva Karim Yavna, um, and we were just smoozing. And he, um, so we were talk- so, so we, you know, we were just reminiscing about the days in Yeshiva, Anyway, so I was listening to Rabbi Rivlin. Rabbi Rivlin, in my day, was the Mashkiach and the Yeshiva. And, and, and he said something which I think is very important. He says, psychologists love to talk about Shaul. He said, you got to be very careful. He says, you got to be very careful to talk about he was this, he was that, he was uh, depressed, he was, uh, he was uh, bipolar, he was all of these things. He said, it's very easy. It's very easy. He said, but uh, but we say, but he said, but he points out in the morning. Every morning we say, Don't touch the Mashiach Hashem. Are we suggesting that Hashem put in place somebody who was not mentally sane? You got to be very, very careful before you, before you say something like that. So, so you have this a lot. So this picture is extremely, extremely complex to try to understand Shaul. Um, and, and then at the same time, he we're going to see that he runs away from Kavod at the same time, and he doesn't protest when when the Kavod is not properly shown to him because there's a halacha, melech shemachal ha-kavodo, ein kavodo machal, we're in Kedushin, we're in Sanhedrin. Um, king is not permitted to be mochel on his cover. If the uh, if the king if the king is not mochel, and we see that we see that by David Amela 
if you look at the, uh, it's a, I think it's the Haftorah from Pashas Vayechi. David Amelech says there are people, now Chazal are complimentary in David Amelech for not reacting too quickly. But in the end of the day, Shimi, David Amelech says, Shimi ben Gera needs to be dealt with. And, 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 and his kilala nimretz says he cursed me, a terrible curse, and, and he has to be dealt with. And, and David Amela felt that, because I can't say I forgive him because, because of the nature of how he conducted himself towards me, the king. That's not my play. I, 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 I always say, I, I always say, and people will lose track of this. I'm going to talk about Karen Biyavna. So when I was in Karen Biyavna, the Rosh Shiva, the Golvech, Zechot Tzadok, the Rosh, I mean, I, I can't say enough about who he was. Um, anyway, when he walked down the aisle, if he didn't stand up, he stopped and he, and, and he uh, made you stand up. So people said, whoa, ho, kind of gaiva, blah, 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 blah. Gaiva? What are you talking about, I said. First of all, it's covered the Torah. It's not covered him. And he's not allowed to be mocha on the cover of the Torah. And one. Number two, if he doesn't teach us to have cover of the Torah, who's going to teach us? If everyone, if everyone is mevate, mevate, eh, eh, no, okay. No. He stopped and he said, Rabbi said is an Indian to cover the Torah. And when, it, when, 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 it, when a Rosh Hashiva walks down the aisle and comes in your Dalit almost, you stand up. That's called cover of the Torah. And he taught us that. Shaul failed to teach that. David Amelech understood it very well. And so we're going to talk over the next several weeks um, the contrast between Shaul and David. So it's hard. It's hard to present this figure to you because you have so many conflicting feelings and ideas and chazal and uh, and so we're just going to read the psukim <laughs> because, because uh, you know, I, I, it, it's just hard to, to really understand. So now, but, but I, I do want to uh, pick up on a point that I made last week. So I pointed out last week that, uh, so, uh, uh, and, and I, I heard this also from a uh which kind of confirmed what I said last week. So and, and, and it's a Ramban. It's a, uh, I said last week, I said, look at the contrast. When Shaul comes and Shmuel has to anoint him to be king, what happens? Because Shmuel says, no, there's the guy. Go, go, you know, go, go, go anoint him to be king. When David Amalek is appointed to be king, it's, it's the one brother, two brothers, three brothers, four brothers, five brothers. So I, t- I pointed out last week, I said, because Shaul was not meant to be the king forever. David was. So, so, the king, so Shaul was a reaction to the people saying, we want a king to call a goyim. So, so, so Shmuel responded. When it came to David, it's David, Melch, Yisrael, Chai, Kayab. That's a process. That has to be step by step by step. And even though Shaul also, because even, even though he wasn't meant to be the eternal king, um, but it was also a process where we had the whole story around it true. But when he comes, Hashem says, he's it. When it comes to David, go there and we'll discuss it. Because it's a process. It has to be a process. So, so Rabbi Rivlin points out 
that the Ramban asked the Navis, asked a very important question. Says in the Pasuk, what was the bracha? We're coming up next in a couple of weeks, the Parsha. What's the bracha that Yaakov gave to Yehuda? The bracha, lo yasur shevet me Yehuda. The bracha was that the kings come from Yehuda and they stay there. Okay. Okay. So remember, even, even after the death of Shlomo, when, when there was a division of the kingdom, but there always was a king, Yimach was based on it. And the whole tension that, that occurred between Yeruvah and the Jewish people was because there was a king of Malchus David, because there is a halacha that says, that only the king who's a descendant of David Amel is allowed to sit in the Azorah in the base of Migdos. So Yeruvah Minavat said, so wait, wait a second. They're going to go to Yerushalayim and they're going to see the real king is the king of Malchus based David, and they're not going to want to come back to me. So, so, so what? So what happened was, so, so what? So what happened was, is he he turned them away from Yerushalayim and he put roadblocks. He says he says if they if they go there, if they go there, then there's going to be a, a a problem. So. So that, that that's that that's very very important, and that's that's uh, that's important to. So and, and that was that tension that existed. So so the Ramban asked the question. So if if ya, if Yaakov gave the bracha, then why don't the kings come from Yehuda? The kings come from Yehuda. What's what's he doing here? What's his place? My Inyan Sholpo. So so the Ramban says because because it was a. It was. Hold on one second. Okay. So anyway, so what 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 happened? So the Ramban says, "What's Shaul doing here? It's supposed to be from Yehuda." So Taka the Ramban says, along the lines of what I said about why what why uh, this idea is because this isn't the real deal. This is only this is only the king, who's a response to the people. The real king is later is later to come. And that was uh, that. That was that was something that that um, that 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 took place. So anyway, okay. So so that that's what we're dealing with here. Okay, let, we're up to Parakut. So if you're in the odd scroll, it's uh, page fifty-eight. Uh, it's Sefer Shmuel Parak Al Shmuel Parakut. Okay, so. There was a whole uh, plan. Um, the other thing I, I pointed out to you is that Shmuel speaks to Shaul early in the morning, dawn. So, so I pointed out also another idea is because a new dawn in Jewish history was beginning. So it was very befitting that 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 Shaul speaks to Shmuel speaks to Shaul early in the morning because early in the morning the Alos Shacha. The, the sun is rising because the sun is rising on a new period in in Jewish history. So I think I think that's also a very a very important idea. Very good. So let's see what happens. So anyway, so there was a, now we're going to see a whole lavish uh, plan that's that that's going to come to be, and then we're going to see sh- again Shaul's initial failure. So early in the morning. So it says he takes the um, the the flask of oil. 
So, so as the uh, as already the the Mepharshim jumped, Pach Hashem wasn't the the Kad Hashem. It wasn't the same. Wasn't the same thing as as Malchus based of it. Lo hayazeh Hashem and Hamishka writes the Radak. This was not the Hashem and Hamishka. This wasn't the real. Because only only the kings of Malchus based David were anointed with Shemin Hamishka. Aval Shemin Afar Simon, there was uh, some some other other uh, type of oil. The Amru, the Amru, Shao Viyehu Shenim Shachu Bepach Lo Nim Shachu Malchusan. It says the Gemara says in Megillah. Radak quotes the Gemara in Megillah. Shaul and Yehu, who were anointed with the pot, with the little pitcher of oil, their kingdom was not eternal. David and Shlomo, Shanim Shehu, Bekeren, David and Shlomo, who were anointed with the Karen, with the horn, Nim Shehu Malchusan. So that, so that idea is, is, is brought out right away. So again, this whole setup is, is a temporary uh, setup. The problem, the problem is, and this this is a serious problem. If it's not meant to be, so what? So how do you deal with? Um, this could be a problem I'm gonna have all along. How do you deal with failure when the it's almost like the failure is orchestrated? How do you deal with that? I don't have a good answer for that. Um, uh, you know, it's true when when Shlomo's son becomes king, the people have to break away, so he gives them the wrong answer. Uh, okay, uh, you're going to say he wasn't such a great guy. Anyway, yeah, that might be so. But it's very hard to, for me to deal with that. When, when people are meant to fail, and and then they fail, and then we scream. That's what we're screaming about. Uh, unless you want to... Because, of course, we could get into this whole discussion. They didn't have to fail. And, and, and what would have happened if they didn't fail? So I was thinking about this on Shabbos, that maybe, maybe, initially there could have been a kingdom like what happened after Shlomo died. That Shaul would have been, the, problem, the only problem is that Shaul was the king and it was from Binyamin. So that was together with Yehuda. But, but could there have been a, a dual monarchy? Uh, again, it's not what happens, it doesn't matter. But I'm saying, I don't know. Like, like I, I always wonder... What would have happened? What would happen if Rechabam gave the right answer to, to, to the people when they asked to lower the taxes? What would have happened? Man, I mean, taxes always been a problem for the last thousands of years. Uh, you know, it, it's a question. I, I don't know. I don't have a good answer. So when people are set up to fail, why we scream when they fail? I don't know. It's a good question. Um, I, I, again, I don't have a good answer. So anyway, so so it says, Soka Rochelle. So he uh, poured it on his head by Yishakeh, and then he kissed by Yomer. Hello, Kimeshachacha Hashem al Nachlaso Nagid. Interesting word. It doesn't say to be king. He says to be Nagid. What is uh, what is a Nagid? He says uh, a ruler. There might also be a remez to the to the idea that he's not really the king. He's just a a ruler. But he's on it, meaning that he's not the same as a shofate, but he's on a different level, but he's not really there. 
he's not meaning he's not really supposed to be uh, the whole deal. Right, the Radak has a whole discussion about what what, what is kissing represent. He says, "Call neshikos him shall shall tiflos chutz bishlosha neshikos." Generally, kissing represents tiflos. It's the not important. Neshicha shall gedula, neshicha shall prokem, neshicha shall prishus. Neshicha shall gedula vayisoka roshal vayishakev. Kissing that represents greatness is in this case. Neshicha shall prokem vayelef vayif kesheu. That's called uh, Nashika. Uh, the, the time uh, warrants uh, this kind of approach. Nashika shall bring shall Even a Nashika of, of Kravus or of bringing close is Vaishak Yaakov the Rachel. So he kissed them to indicate the, uh, the, the, the importance uh, of, his, of, of his position. Okay, so he appoints him. So, so the, if you look at the note in the uh, art scroll, he says Shmuel's kiss infused Shaul with a new and exalted status, enabling him to pro- to prophecy when he encountered a group of prophets. Okay, we're gonna. It's a famous expression: Adam Shaul by Nevin is Shaul also among the Nevin. Okay, let's bet. This way, Sinai Shmuel gives him instructions. Says, when you depart me. He says, you will encounter two men near Rachel's tomb. The Gvul Binyamin. Right? The Tzeltzah. Right? My Baruch Hashem had the opportunity to be there. They will tell you that the donkeys that you went to seek were found. But your father has given abandoned the donkeys. What shall I do about my son? So we mentioned that 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 Shaul was we said earlier, if you remember, we said that Shaul was concerned that his father is going to is going to be concerned about them and is going to stop worrying about the um, the donkeys. Now, interesting that he meets uh, now. Now, Rashi points out. He says he doesn't understand. He says the. The Kever uh, Rachel is not in Binyam, it's in Yehuda. So I guess it means that, uh, uh, and Radak, you know, asked the same question. He says, well, you know, what, what are we talking about here? Uh, Oh, so, so Radak explains that no, they, he wasn't meeting them at Kevo Rachel. He said, he said, he said that this is where they are now. He says, when you go and meet them, you'll meet them in Tzotzach, which is in the, the share of Biyam. It is interesting uh, on, on, that, that Kevo Rachel is in the, is in the Chalik of Yehuda. 
uh, because Rachel was not Yehuda's mother. <laughs> this is interesting, interesting uh, uh, the, uh, geographical uh, anomaly that she's buried in, in Yehuda's share, not in Rachel's share. Perhaps, perhaps that indicates that 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 Mama Rachel is for all of us, not just not just for her her literal descendants. Uh, now. Um, Right, so Matsudat David says your father's worried. Um, uh, you know what? What? Keomer he never him saying mazab dagak tana. He says, uh, you know, ubalo al yadam dagagidolo v'omer ma'aselim soas bini. He says, you know, when they were lost, it was one level of worry, but now, uh, now I'm concerned about about you. Okay. So anyway, so that's what he tells. He tells them. He tells them to go, go find the donkeys in, in Sultzach. Again, they're in Keva Rachel right now, but eventually they're going to meet in this place called Tzeltzach. He says, he says, uh, then you will travel uh, be beyond, the, beyond there. And where will you go? Adelon uh, Tavor. You're going to come to a place called Elon Tavor. Shlosha Anashim. And, uh, and you're going to find, you're going to meet three people uh, on the way. Olim El Elohim Beisel, and they're on their way to, to, to worship Hashem at Beitel. Uh, and, and, and what's, one will be carrying three goats. One will be carrying three loaves of bread. Uh, you know, you put that together. It's a korba mincha. You have the you have the bread, and you have the you have the uh, oil, and you have well, there's missing oil here. Uh, uh, you, ha- you have you have the goat, uh, and you have uh, bread, and you have uh, wine. So you have a, it's all it's all remnants of, of all the korbanos. So uh, now, what 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 what's the nature of all of this? So what, what's what's going on here? So he says, Achar came haosa shlishi kasher. Sorry, I didn't read that post again. Okay, so alim el haelohim beitel. So the Radak explains what, what's going on here. Who lose? They're they're in a place shakaro Yaakov beitel. That's uh, this week's parsha. Um, that that this is the place that Yaakov called beitel. He, t- he tells Shaul, you're going to go to the place that the Mizbeah of Yaakov is. We mentioned this last week, that it was a time where the Bomos were, 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 were permitted. Uh, that place was holy. Right, and they would go there to Davin in the merit of Yaakov. The Radak says this seems to be the pshat that these people were going there to Davin uh, because that's where Yaakov. Because Beisel was a holy place in the place of the it was a place of Nevoa, as it says in, again, this week's parasha, this is the gateway to heaven. Perush, Sha'ad, 
It's the place to know what's going to happen on earth from those that are coming above. Meaning that, that this place is a major place of connection between heaven and earth. So Shmuel tells them that, that that's, that's, where they're go, that's where they're going to go. That, that, that's the place where you're going to go and meet them. And, and again, I, I wanted to point out, and they, they, they have the symbols of korbanos. They have, they have a, a goat, and they have wine, and they have lechem, right? All the, all, all the, all the symbols of korbanos. They have the, uh, a korban, a, a, a mincha, and, and nisachayat. Okay. Now, next pasuk. Uh, um, they, will, they will greet you. Uh, and and they're going to give you two lechem. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't think this is a stretch to say shtei lechem is reminiscent of Shavuos. This is my drosha, by the way. Uh, meaning, meaning that now he's the king. Now it's like a Kabbalah Satora because now he's in charge of enforcing the Torah in Am Yisrael. So symbolically, yeah, again, I did not see this. This is my, my shot. Uh, so, so if you think it's wrong, it's fine. Um, anyway, <laughs> it was very interesting. They give him the Shteyalechem, which is the symbol uh, of, uh, of Matan Torah, the Korban Shteyalechem, which is brought on, uh, on, on Shavuos. Um, and he says, then, um, they'll give you the two breads, which you will take from them. Again, the Radak says, Perusho chalos lechem, ushloshes kikros lechem. Although it said, he says it's three, but the well, it says three, but but they're going to give him two. Vakikaros hengidolos minachalos. They were bigger than chala. Nira, ki also, shahaya nose shlosha kikaros lechem, hanose gamkin chalos lechem. Vizeker gamkin a kikaros, the fishe magadolos, with low zoharaktos. So he says that they they really had to give him the two and, and they couldn't be le- and he shouldn't be given one and he goes to this whole thing on the on the on the lechem but the bottom line is that that they that they gave him. That they gave him um, this bread. The Malbim comments that the item carried by the three men symbolized three different goals of godly service. The three kids is an offering, symbolize a person whose sole intention is to serve Hashem without any desire for personal benefit. The three loaves indicate a person who hopes to be rewarded with his essential personal needs, like bread, which is simple and necessary. The wine alludes to pleasure and luxury. It's a bearer, it's bearer serves Hashem, but longs for a good life. In return, right? Three different ideas. Uh, the other thing should, should we point out is that um, the idea of asking for basic needs is also relates back to Yaakov. Uh, we said we said base lechem it represents Yaakov uh, because what did Yaakov say? He said he said lechem Right? Yaakov said right to to uh, to um, to a Kaddish Baruch Hu after the dream says, if you give me bread to eat and you'll give me clothes and you'll, you'll bring me back and then I said, so, so again, this symbol is not just a place of Basel, but all the symbols that, 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 that turn us back to reminiscent of Yaakov is all here in these, uh, in these Pesukim. So it's just very interesting how this all um, breaks down. 
Now, so so just uh, one more note in the article, he says the three signs were, were designed to overcome Shoal's doubt about the status of his tribe and about his personal worth. The first sign, which had men coming from Rachel's grave in the province of Yehuda and Mitchell, symbolized that the kingship could indeed emanate from the mother of the youngest, smallest tribe, and the land of regal tribe of Yehuda to Shoal the Benjamin. The trio that gave him bread symbolized that Shoal deserved to receive the tribute of the nation. Finally, Shaul encountered a band of people who had been studying and laboring for years to earn a gift of prophecy. Yet Shaul was, was catapulted to that spiritual zenith. This being so, he should be just as be just as well be worthy of, of the throne. Uh, and that, that's 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 what is mentioned in the note in the art scroll. Okay. So that's what he tells him, Pasuke, he says, then you will go to the hill of Hashem where the Plishtim commissioners are stationed. Uh, You're going to meet a group of Nevi'im that are coming down from a high place. They're going to have musical instruments. Um, and they are, are, are going to, uh, uh, they're going to be prophesizing. But Salcha Alecha Ruach Hashem, and, and Shaul said that the spirit of Hashem is going to fall upon you. Um, and you're going to prophesy with them. And you're going to be transformed into um, another person. Um, as uh, Mr. Dat says, that the spirit of Hashem will come upon you. And you will prophesy with them. Because you're going to turn into a Novi, because now uh, you're not uh, a Novi. Now, what's what's the symbol of the musical instruments? So the Radak points out, as um, you say, a kodesh comes out of simcha. Music uh, creates simcha. Tariyoma meshabchim. Kolma nivu asam haisos shiros v'sishbachos el nemros baruch hakodesh. The Radak says, "What was their prophecy? They were prophesizing the proper way of singing um, shiros v'sishbachos to a kodesh baruch Right? That's like Sefer Tehillim. Right? Uh, Sefer Tehillim, and not just David Hamelach comprising." Uh, Shiros Sishbachos, it's done by Ruach HaKodesh. That the Ruach HaKodesh, the, the Navua that he's saying is, is, is how to properly sing Shiros Sishbachos. Uh, now, fine. So, Vahayah Pasuk Zayin, Kisavona Ausosa Elelach, and when, when these signs uh, come upon you, Aseilacha Asetim Sabiyadecha, um, then do for yourself as best as you can to prepare yourself. Because Hashem is with you. Masudat um, David says, Prepare for yourself the utensils of being the king. Uh, as best as possible. Hashem is with you and you will truly, uh, you will truly rule. Uh, meaning, Radak says this was actually a hint 
to a war that was going to come, meaning be prepared as the king to go to war. So when that happens, uh, you you will you will be you will be ready. So so again again going back to a point I made uh, earlier today and last week, everything's everything's a process. Although yes, as I pointed out, the process of Shaul being the king was a was a shorter process, but everything's a process. Um, it's not a job you just step into. It's not, a, it requires years of preparation. It requires time. It requires, uh, it requires almost a Seder. It requires uh, a, lot of, a lot of different things. Prepare oneself. Recognize uh, that the Shmuel was telling Shaul, recognize what you're about to step into. Recognize who you're going to be. And you're not going to be the same person. That's the, the, sim, the symbolism of the Navua. You're not going when you take this job, you're not the same person that you were yesterday. You know, yesterday you might have been Plony Almoni, but now you're Shaul Amelif. And, and when you're Plony Almoni, when you're so and so out there, uh, you know, you do your thing and, you know, nobody questions. Now, 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 now you're going to have an Achrayas that goes beyond an Achrayas. You're not the same person that you were yesterday. You're a totally different person. And, 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 but you also have, but, 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 but another important idea. Uh, that's brought out here is that, but and Hashem is with you. And I, I think that's, I think a lot of the failure of the kings, uh, and maybe over time we'll get to learn about them, is the, is the lack of recognition that, uh, that, that Hashem is with. Now, again, Elokim is Midas Adin. Elokim represents judgment, meaning Hashem has made this judgment. Hashem has determined that you are the king. And, and, and he's going to be with you to make it work. And, and you need to know that. And therefore, you need to be prepared for what's going to take place. Um, now, Gilgal. Um, he says, and you'll go down to Gilgal. And I will, and Shmuel said, I'm going to come to you. Lalos Olos, to give Korbanos. Zivche. Uh, Shlomim, right? Shlomim is a korban that everybody that that everybody eats. Right. Um and Shivas Yamim Tochel Ad Bowi Lecha. You should wait for seven days until I come to you. Bodati Lachoa is Tasa. And then I will tell you um what you know what to do. So what are these seven days? So the Radak says, Perush Miyom From the time I depart from you until the Gilgal, wait seven days. And this took place after he became the king. He says, at the time of when 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 Shmuel established the kingdom with Shaul, they were together. And after Shmuel said what he had to say, Shaul went and chose 3,000 men. And from the day that Shmuel separated from Shaul at Gilgal, he said, you should wait uh, seven days. And Shmuel said, he stayed there until the war, which we'll read about in the next paragraph. 
So Radak says, why did he tell him this now? Why didn't he tell him this later? And when they went to Gilgal and they, uh, so he says, he says that this is the test. Are you capable of following directions? Um, you know, it's you know what this is reminiscent of. So Rashi says in Parshas Bo, he says, he says, you know, you know, uh, unlike unlike uh, uh, Cecil B. DeMille got it wrong. The blood on the doorpost was inside, not outside. Pa- Rashi comments on the pasuk. It says, "Vaya damazel He says the blood was for you, not for the mitzvah. So Rashi says, "Why does it say lachem?" So so Rashi says, "Mikan." that the blood was on the inside, meaning that on the night of Pesach, if Am Yisrael would stare at the blood, they would hear the screams of, of Mankas Pekoros, and they know that Hashem, that Hashem was, was, uh, uh, was protecting them. Uh, so Rashi says, so Rashi says, what, what was the purpose of the blood? Everything is revealed before Hashem. So Rashi says, Hashem says, so, so, so Rashi says it was a test. A Kaddish Baruch said, I want to see if you can follow uh, the basic, I'll give you a basic mitzvah, uh, stay in your house and put blood on the door and, 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 and eat the Korban Pesach. So it, 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 it might come by and I see that all this is taking place then I'm going to pass over your house. And if not, then, you know, chas So a- anyway, so it, it's safe to get. Radak says that Shmuel was, was giving them a test. The Miyamu Ba, if you stand by all these tests, if you follow what I told you, go meet the people, and then and they'll give you the bread and all the things, then you're good. That was very, very sharp words. He said that Shmuel was warning Shaul. It's all up to you. If you come, right? It's the Rashi and Chumash. I'm looking to see if, if, you, if you have a, a comprehension of, um, of uh, what, what your role is. And, and if you can't, you can't keep to that role, then you're in trouble. Right, Rabbi Rivan points out in his shir, and I'll, I'll point this out along the way, that Shoal was not always so humble. Uh, and we're going to see an act that looks like humility, but wasn't always so humble. And we'll see that in a lot. And, and we'll see that ultimately that's going to be, uh, that's going to be his, uh, his failure when, when he's unable to, to hold that, hold that line. So that, that, that's what happened. Uh, the Haya Pasuk Tessa, I see where, I see, um, oh, I'm up against the clock. Okay. So there's a few more minutes. Um, I don't think I can get to, no, they're going to get to the end of the parak, but okay. Uh, but we can do that next week. The haya, the haf no so shechmol alechas meim Shmuel. As soon as soon as Shaul turned away from Shmuel, vayafoch lo Elohim leivacher. Hashem transformed him with a new heart. Leiv chadash. What does the song go? Leiv tahor barali elokim. Ruach Nachon Chadesh B'Kirbi says that uh, um, a pure heart Hashem has created and, and uh, a Ruach Hadash and a new spirit Chadesh B'Kirbi he has he has um, 
renewed in, in, inside me. And that's what Shaul was experiencing. It was a new spirit. It was a new lev chadash chadesh b'kirbi. Vayavok Hashem lo lev acher, vayavok kol ha'osos ha'ela vayamahu. And, and all these signs came about uh, on, on that day. So re, re, it's very it's very important that that he that we understand the transformation of the person. Um, so they arrived at the hill and there was this group of Nevi'im that came towards him or opposite him. Right, and, and as we said, um, he was uh, he, uh, a spirit of Hashem overtook him, and, and he said, and he said, Nevuah. Now, um, right now, Vayhi Kol Yadol Meit Moshel Shom. Now, all those that knew him from before saw what happened, and then they asked, it's a, it's a famous statement, is Shaul included in the Nevi'im? <laughs> so, it's an interesting, uh, this aphorism is popular to this day as a positive expression of praise for someone who overcame obstacles and achieved unexpected eminence. As the wise man implied with his response, spiritual greatness is not hereditary. Of course, people with good environment and inborn talent have an advantage, but only as so far as they make use of their gift. Without personal effort, they will never grow. So that, that, that's that's what the statement, Hagam Shol Banavim, is that, that everyone has that potential of growth. The, the Rambam at the end of Hilchashmita and Yoga talks about uh, Kedusha of Kohanim and Levim. And, and he says that every Jewish person could be a Kohen and a Levi. Not in practice. Person cannot, if you're not, if you're not a, a, on a direct line from Aaron to Kohen, don't ever think of going near a Korban or a Mizbeach. Um, but the Rambam says that, that in terms of Kedusha, in terms of achieving the holiness that, that's symbolic in the role of the Kohanim, he says every Jewish person um, can, can, can achieve that. Uh, I mentioned many times the, the Meshach Chachma. The Meshach Chachma says that all Kedusha is, is, is human, is, uh, is, is human created. No, no, no Kedusha is, is um, no Kedusha is inherent. And we, we have to create our Kedusha. So in the same way, it says that Shaul, although he had a little bit of an upper hand because he was a great person to start with, but at the same time, Kedusha has to be sought after. Kedusha has to be created. We have to make our Kedusha, right? We build a building that happens to be a shul. What makes it what makes it Kodesh? Not the building. When we walk in and we daven and we learn Torah and when we establish it as a Malcolm Kedusha, that's what makes the Kedusha. And that's true by every person. Every person has to create within himself a level of, 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 of Kedusha. And, and, and that's a very, very important um, idea that he's saying, Agam Shal, it says, uh, so he and he finished uh, prophesizing. So we mentioned that the prophecy was Shiros Besichbachos. So he met his, uh, it says, uh, he met his uncle. Um, a man spoke up from and said, and who is, uh, so he says, 
So Shaul's uncle said to him and his attendant, where did you go? He said, we went to search for the donkeys. So when, when we saw that they, that they were gone, we went to Shmuel. He said, tell me, what did Shmuel tell you? So he, he told his uncle that, that we, we found the donkeys, but he never said a word to his uncle uh, that, 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 that Shmuel told him that he was going to be a king. So Radak says that might have been a symbol of, of his sneers. So right now, right now he has that level of sneers. We're going to see it, 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 it wavers um, a little bit later. Uh, and that's what the Gemara says because of his sneers. So I said Mordechai came from uh, Menester, but the same thing. Um, so anyway, so, so, that, so that's, that's where we are. Now, um, the, uh, the next part is where Shmuel is going to call to the people and, and, and he's going to tell them about um, the appointment of, of, of the king. So I think we're going to stop here for tonight because uh, he's getting late. Um, and uh, we'll pick up from this point uh, in Mr. Hashem uh, ne- next week. We'll find out what happens, uh, the, the next step, uh, Shmuel declaring him the king officially, and then we're going to get into the, the potential war with the king of Ammon uh, as he tries to do a, a terrible thing to Yavesh Galat. And will, I'll talk to you how that comes full circle at the end of Shoal's life as the people of Yavesh Galad uh, steal his body and bury him properly because of the chesed uh, that, that, that he doesn't. Okay, we'll stop here for tonight. Thank you again for joining me each and every Sunday night. Uh, Mr. Shem, we'll be back here uh, along this network next Sunday night, 8 p.m. Uh, don't miss. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you. Good night. Thank you, Rabbi. Have a good night.